Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is water, as in tainted water, as in poisoned water, and grid down, as in electricity going off. No, not just in your neighborhood, not just here and there, but there's a strong possibility it could go down nationwide, and I'm not talking about for a day or so, or even a few weeks. It might be several months. It might even be for good. And the final thing is CERN. You remember that Revelation says, and God will destroy them, which destroyeth the earth. They are in the process of destroying the earth. That's their climate change. They're creating these storms, earthquakes, volcanoes are creating all of this, saying, oh, Mother Earth is mad at us, and so we've got to do all of these things in world government and all this in order to correct it. Okay, I mean, that's what the devil does. He makes the problem. Then he comes up with a solution, which gives him what he wants. Okay, so let's get on to the water, a new prophecy. This comes from an old name. We've been having him on now quite a bit lately. 3-2-2023, in the dream, I found myself in a small town in the U.S. Everyone in the town was alarmed and panicking because more and more people were getting sick and dying, and no one knew the cause. You recall Prophet Leslie was given a prophecy back in like 2007 that people would begin to get sick from the water and even bottled water was not safe. So here's another one. I'm going to have to count this up. I don't know. We got like three or four that are saying the water is going to be poisoned now. Suddenly it was made known to me that the water was causing the sickness. We all rushed to get water filters and began using them. Well, you know, because of several of the disasters, especially the big train derailment up in Ohio and Palestine, there's been a rush to get water filters all across America. And I might say that uh, Prophecy Club has a nice supply of them. Matter of fact, we got just another new order placed, and they're on the way, and we still have some. So we're one of the few places that have it. As a matter of fact, I, I guess I'll tell you something you probably don't know. So back in the late 1990s, the owner of uh, the Berkey water filter franchise, that Lisa was here, he's gone on to be with the Lord now, uh, was a table leader with Prophecy Club. And so we started carrying Berkey water filters way back in the 90s. And uh, I think they said that we were one of their most loyal customers through the years. So anyway, they see to it that when we need Berkey water filters, if they had at all can get them, then they pretty much put us at the top of the list. So if you want a Berkey water filter, and in my opinion, that's the best, because you just put the water in the the top, and out comes clean water in the bottom. Okay, so anyway, we all rushed to get water filters and began using them. Scene changed. I was in a room. People were discussing the situation with the water. I couldn't see them, but I could hear what they were saying. And they said they must keep experimenting with dilutions and concentrations of the poison is what he's saying, to find the correct amounts needed to achieve their desired outcome. Their plan was to begin in small towns because it was easier to track the results. Then they would move to larger cities. Son, My son, during the days of chaos, men will formulate various solutions that will not degrade in water, but will keep their full strength. Evil evil men have planned this attack on the water supplies of the mystery Babylon, that would be America, to control the populations for easier takeover. 
These ingredients cannot be removed by boiling. In other words, it's some kind of a poison or a chemical, okay? So you can boil chemicals, you can boil poison all day long. It's not going to kill it. It's good for viruses, bacteria, but not for chemicals and poisons. These ingredients cannot be removed by boiling. The only way to remove them is by filtering the water. That's what Leslie was told, too. They can be filtered out to make the water safe. Unless the boiled water comes directly from natural springs, it may also be tainted. Now, somebody sent me an email, and I need to take the time to go back and dig it up. But this person had done the research, and there's only like 14 different sources for all the bottled water in America. And shocking, most of those sources were not wonderful little springs, nice and clean, coming out of the ground. Many, many of them were just tap water. It was just tap water that they're bottling. In other words, you can't count on bottled water necessarily to be free of poisons or whatever it is they're putting into it. My son, because my children refuse to drink the water of my word, the living water, I will give them tainted water. I say repent now. Get into my word and be refreshed with the water of life. And I have to say this. Revelation has a place in there where it says, For thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and was and shall be. For thou hast judged thus. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets. Thou hast given them water to drink, or blood to drink, for they are worthy. And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. So, <laughs> judgment is often brought by some kind of a poison. In this case, uh, by that time, uh, it's blood. The water's been turned to blood. But that's towards the last part of the tribulation. Some water be radioactive where bombs have been detonated. Well, that fits with suitcase nukes going off. Because the skies have been filled with chemicals, much like the lakes and ponds have been tainted. Well, that's kind of like what happened in East Palestine. Water used on plants will also be tainted, which will bring the famine to new levels. Okay, we don't know what is going to happen. I mean, what happens when all of this chemicals that were put into the water up in Ohio start having its effect on the, the ponds, the water, and also our crops. We don't know just how bad it's going to get yet. People will not buy the food in the stores, fearing it will be tainted. So you might start making friends with people that grow their own gardens. You might start making your own gardens. You might start making friends with people that are farmers. Find someone that grows their own uh, goats or cows or something like that to where you can get meat directly from the source. By the way, if you find a good one, be sure and email me the, the contact information because there are probably a lot of people at Prophecy Club would like to get it from them. And I won't say the email, but it's showing on the screen. My son, many people will perish for drinking tainted water. Fear will run amok in large cities with many fleeing to the countryside. I say now to my children, brace yourselves, for the judgments will be in full swing then and will affect all who are living in America. America must be brought down as a power, and tainted water is part of the plan, my son. Tell my body to learn to walk by faith. Trusting me with all things, I am the living water, and I will fill you and keep you. I love you, my children, and he ends on. Now, next headline. Why South Africa's collapse finally came down to Eskom from Americans Conservative. So on February 15th, the U.S. Embassy in Pretoria advised Americans in South Africa 
to have at least 72 hours worth of food, water, and medicine. You know what? If the government is advising us to have 72 hours of food, water, and medicine, then we better have at least three weeks to three months worth. Okay, so it's going to be a whole lot worse than that. And this is not the first time we've seen governments telling people to get prepared. Water, medicine, hygiene supplies in case of power outages, which have reached record levels in recent weeks, leaving users across the country without electricity for hours at a time. Now, I believe, and other people have said, that shutting off the electricity is one of the plans to kill a lot of people. There's, you know, through the years I've run across many articles where it says that if the electricity were shut off in America for, say, like just 60 days, all of it shut off nationwide 60 days, there would be millions of Americans starved to death. But in an emergency, you know what the number one cause of death is? It's not cold. It's not eating bad food. It's not even not eating food. It's drinking contaminated water. That's the number one cause of death in emergency situations, drinking contaminated water. Because they think, oh, well, you know, I'm thirsty enough. I guess I'll just have to, to live with it. And so they drink it out of a puddle. They drink it out of the whatever. And then they get sick and die. You know, our bodies are not designed to do that. Hygiene supplies in case of power outages, which have reached record levels in recent weeks, leaving users across the country without electricity for hours at a time. U.S. State Department Overseas Security Advisor Council says, prepare for a total collapse of South Africa's power grid. Now, if you think that's only going to be limited to South Africa, then you're probably going to be terribly surprised because the number one target of the devil is not South Africa. It's America because he understands that we are the police officer of the world. We are the fence that's standing between him and putting his man, the Antichrist, on the throne. His goal first is to take down America. Uh, so for that, by the way, with the power grid, grid down thing, I would suggest that you go to solarsurge.net, not com, solarsurge.net. As a matter of fact, he installed a solar system in my home, and I absolutely love it. I find myself, <laughs> I'll just grab my cell phone here, I find myself looking at it constantly. I love this thing. I mean, I can look at it. All right, here we go. All right, right now. That's live. I don't know if you can see that or not. But what that is showing you is that I'm pulling, right now as I'm making this, I'm pulling three, and of course it's uh, 4.41 in the afternoon. I'm pulling 3,300 3, watts off of the sun. But earlier today, I was pulling like 12,000 watts and it charged my batteries up in like, I don't know, 90 minutes. And then the batteries can carry me through the night. And I just got my bill for next month. It was 60 bucks. Now, for the last, I don't know, a couple of years, it's averaged about $400 a month. But I didn't get solar power because I want to reduce my cost. I got solar power. Matter of fact, what I have is solar plus battery plus generator. I got it because I believe the grid is going down. And when the grid goes down, I'm not convinced it's going to come up. And when it goes down, I want to be the only lights in the neighborhood. And I think that there'll be times when my neighbor's knocking on the door with blankets and pillows in hand saying, can we come in? And I'm going to say, come on in. And I've also got some food. How'd you get prepared for that? Because I knew it was coming. What? Because I listened to God's prophets. 
So I would suggest you go to my good friend, Joe Ordia. He's the one who helped me get it. If you live in California, Arizona, Florida, Nevada, North Carolina, South Carolina, Texas, Utah, Virginia, go to him and he can help you to get good solar. I recommend solar, battery, and generator backup. He can help you get it. And it's not much more what you're currently paying. Okay, it's a good deal. Anyway, let's go on. I made this loaf of bread, and this is my plan to have food when nobody else does. And I actually ground the wheat. I put it all together in a bread machine with five other ingredients, pushed a button. Two hours, 20 minutes later, I have a fresh hot loaf of bread. I'm telling you, it smells good. It tastes good. It's good for you. It's lowered my cholesterol. It's lowered my blood pressure. Uh, it gives me more energy. I always eat a, a slice at four, go play racquetball. It's good for you. And it's about 10 bucks a loaf. That averages out to be, well, I think I've got it figured up here, about $1,000, right under $1,000 a year. If you go to josephkitchen.com, it'll show you a seven-minute video that shows you step-by-step how to make your own bread from wheat berries. Also, I'd recommend that you get some food once you get the machine package, whether you want to get food for one person, two people, four people, or six people for a year. That's josephskitchen.com. So, Wall Street Journal says SOS for the U.S. electric grid. This is February 26th of this year. It says this interconnection sounds the latest alarm of fossil fuel plants that are shutting down without adequate replacement power. Now, if they're trying to kill us by um, bugs, (laughs) I can't say the word. If they're trying to kill us by shutting off and killing our chickens and our turkeys and our cows, does it make sense that they're also trying to kill us by shutting off our electricity. The warnings keep coming that the force-fed energy transition to renewable fuels, that's things like solar. Okay, solar's good, but it, in terms of replacing uh, what we get from crude oil, it's never going to do it, okay? Not, not on a national level. Renewable fuels is destabilizing the U.S. electric grid. Now, here's what he's about to say. He's about to say, that is just a matter of a few years before our electric grid will not hold all of the electricity that America is needing. Of course, then they're saying we need to go to electric cars, so that's only going to throw even more stress, more demand on an already overstressed system. They need to be building electric plants as fast as they can build them, but are they? Uh, no, and this article says it. The PJM report forecasts power supply and demand through the 2030 across 13 eastern states is just not going to be enough. Fossil fuel power, power plants are retiring faster than renewable sources are getting developed. In other words, they're wearing out, hopefully that's the real reason, or they're simply turning off the fossil fuels. And by the way, there is no such thing as a, well, what we get in our car is not fossil fuel. Coal oil or coal is fossil fuel. Uh, crude oil is not fossil fuel. And that, I, I keep saying I can talk about that another time, but actually uh, it's not the same thing. What America is powered off of is petroleum or crude oil. Anyway, let's go on. Retiring much faster than renewable sources are getting developed, which could lead to energy imbalances. I don't like that word. It's going to say shortages. They kind of sugarcoat it here. That's a delicate way of saying that you can expect shortages and blackouts. They're also predicting a large decline in the power reserves of coal and natural gas plants as they retire. They're retiring these plants. Okay, well, I haven't been there. I haven't 
searched and investigated the plants, I wouldn't know what I was looking at anyway. But the question is whether they're turning them off because they're dangerous or they're turning them off because they want to just simply shut down our availability to electricity. I think probably the truth is someplace about both. They want to shut off our electricity because they want to control us. They want to put their man on the Ark of the Covenant. They want everybody to take the mark of the beast. And one of the ways they can force that, well, Henry Kissinger said that, uh, okay, here we go. He who, supp- he who controls foods controls the people. He who controls energy can control whole continents. But he who controls money can control the world. Well, this is part of controlling the food. You control the electricity, and they do, and the food, and they control that too. They control almost everything. So they shut that down. And say, look, if you want to go into Walmart, you got to wear a mask. Oh, oh, that was that was last year. What are they going to say next year? Or, okay, you want to go into Walmart now? You got to have, and eventually it's going to say you got to take that mark. You see, the report forecasts that forty thousand megawatts—we don't know what that is—enough to light up thirty million households are at risk. They're saying that we are about to have first brownouts and then blackouts, and we're going to run out of electricity in America. A nice way of saying it. The steep cost of complying with Environmental Protection Agency regulations. That's another thing. They're coming out with all these regulations that says, well, you know, your coal-fired plant is just too dirty. Your natural gas burning plant is just too dirty. You've got to shut it down. We've got to go to all of these uh, solar or we've got to go to wind generation. Well, that's fine if you put up enough of them. But they aren't putting up enough of them. And that's another thing. The guy that came in when I had my solar system installed. And you know that little round meter that tells them how much to charge you? Well, the meter that all of us have is a one-way meter. In other words, you can only pull electricity down. Well, when I got the solar system, I had to come out and get a different meter. They put in the meter. And this is one where not only it pulls down electricity, but it can send electricity back up to the meter. As a matter of fact, uh, let's see, right now, I'm sending one, about 1,800 watts up to the grid. <laughs> I'm putting back more into the grid than I'm using. Right now it says I'm using 1. 1,600 watts in the house. I'm pulling down 3,000. This is at almost 5 o'clock in the afternoon. 3,000 watts from the sun. And I'm sending 1,400 watts up to the grid. That's right now. That's happening right now. You probably can't see that. But you, it has this cool little, I mean, you can, here, I'll even show you something else. Okay, this is my electrical use for today. The solar on the top is yellow. And then the part down below, if you can see it, in green, is that's where my battery was being charged. And then when it hits the blue, or the, I guess you call it the purple area, over to your right there, that's where all of that has sent been sent to the grid. So... It means that in most of the days, if it's a sunny day, not only do I not use any of the grid, but I actually send it up to the grid. That's the reason last month my electrical bill, but I'm not doing this to save money. I'm doing this because I want to have electricity when the grid goes down. And I'm thinking, if it doesn't go down in 2023, that's real good. But I don't think we're going to make it too many more years and maybe not even too many more months before that grid goes down and it might not come up for a long time. And I want to have electricity. Okay, so enough of that. So solarsurge.net, solarsurge.net, he'll fix you up. 
That's if you're in one of those cities. Okay, anyway, at the same time, utility company ESG comments or commitments are driving coal plants to close. They're actually closing our ability to make electricity. They're shutting off our food. They are trying to kill us. As that was a program I put on last week. The report notes Illinois and New Jersey climate policies could reduce generation by a whole lot. Essentially what it's saying is they are openly shutting down crude oil, natural gas, and coal-fired electrical generation plants. They're shutting them down. Why? Because they want you, sounds hard to say, but they want to kill you, (laughs) me and you. Many states have established ambitious renewable goals, and the Inflation Reduction Act lavishes enormous subsidies on wind, solar, and batteries. But the report says the historical rate of completion for renewable renewable projects has been approximately 5%, in part because of permitting challenges. And that's another thing. If you think you're going to go to solarsurge.net and you think you're going to get you a solar system installed in two weeks, you've got another thing coming. It's probably two weeks before you just say yes and sign the papers which, by the way, I found the financing great. I found the interest rates to be awesome, very, very low. They spread it over like 30 years, so it's not much at all for for your payment. Uh, But you got to get permits. I had to get permits from HOA. I had to get permits from the city. I had to have the electrical company come out. I had to have plumbers come out. I had to have uh, the people install. It was mine... There's so many people wanting solar right now. It took me six months to get my solar system in. Six months. Now, Joe's made some major strides to get some new people in place and some right people in place where hopefully yours is not going to take anywhere near that long. But I'm just saying, if you want to have electricity, when the grid goes down, like the prophets are saying, you best call now. I think you'll be shocked at the low interest And also you get all these great uh, tax-deductible benefits from the government. I mean, they want you to do this. And low interest rates, low payments. I I was. I was. That's all it costs. Put it in. Do it. And I love it. I absolutely like it. I find myself. (laughs) This is kind of crazy. I find myself when I got to go walk the dog, I walk around the corner so I can go over and look at my my solar surge, (laughs) look look at my battery, look at my generator, look at my, my panels up there because it's so cool. I mean, it's amazing to think, hey, I can go over right now and shut off the grid. My lights blink for a brief second. The electricity in the, in the computer doesn't even go off. My TV doesn't go off. Matter of fact, this past week, we had a big storm come through Dallas, if you're familiar with that. And electricity went off for two or three minutes in my neighborhood. Meh, mine didn't even blink, or barely blinked. And batteries took over. And if it had, the batteries are already pretty low because we don't necessarily have, anyway, the, it, it worked wonderful. That's the point. Okay, let's get back. Many states have established ambitious renewable goals and the Inflation Reduction Act lavishes enormous subsidies on wind, solar, and batteries. That's right. They give you money for buying this stuff. But the report says the historical rate of completion for renewable projects has been approximately 5%. In other words, it takes a while. In an optimistic case, the report estimates and goes into about half as much. It means that they are building half as much electrical generating processes as is needed. So we need to be building 
twice as fast as we're building new ways to generate electricity. We're not doing that. It's just a matter of time, this article says, before America is in a jam with its electrical grid. Demand for electric power will increase. Data centers, electric vehicles. That's right. Of course, they're telling us about electric vehicles. Where are you going to get the electricity for that electric vehicle? Renewables don't provide reliable power 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And the progressive campaign to shut down coal and gas plants will result in outages. During an Arctic air blast this past December, they ordered some businesses to, to curtail usage and urged households to do the same. So they're asking some places already to start shutting your electricity off, dropping every way you can to use electricity. Government officials have been raising alarms about the risk of cyber and physical attacks on the grid. Now, you can count on this. They're going to say, oh, well, we got hit by a cyber attack or somebody went in and shot up. There's been some of that going on. Some of the power grids get shot up. Remember, some of the people start fighting against the government. Dimitri told, what do you think they're going to hit? They're going to hit water plants and hit electric plants and hit dams and things like that. If, how do I say this? Think, pray about it. Seriously, pray about getting yourself a solar battery and a generator backup. Here you go. SolarSurge.net. Promo code is prophecy. Promo code is prophecy. All right. Well, I've already gone late and I wanted to get to another topic, but I've run out of time, so I'm going to go ahead and cut it off there. We'll continue tomorrow. Welcome to the Prophecy Club today, but I want to show you my emergency food plan, my survival plan. In other words, when society breaks down, what is my plan to be able to feed myself and my family and, quite frankly, the neighborhood too? So this is Joseph Kitchen wheat. This is a grinder. This is some of the wheat. And this is the bread machine that makes the bread. And I'm going to show you how I do it. It's very simple. First of all, I turn on the grinder. I let it spin up. I take one, two, three scoops of red. The red tastes better, but it doesn't have enough protein to make the bread rise. So, you have to put in a scoop of white. So that's three scoops of red. One scoop of white. The white is for protein. If you make four scoops of the white, then all you come up with is kind of like store-bought bread. You don't want that. You want to have good-tasting bread. Give it a second. Let it, let it finish grinding them. Then I'm going to put the wheat in this. And this is a list of the ingredients, honey, yeast, and things like that. All of this is in a video on Joseph Kitchen to show you how, how to go about doing this. Let it spin up. Like that. Shut it down. Let it spin down or you'll get white powder blowing every place. Again, we have videos at josephkitchen.com to show you how to do everything. And I know how to make spaghetti, I know how to make rice, but I am not a cook. But I have made somewhere between 150 and 180 loaves. And this is a loaf that I made several days ago. As a matter of fact, I had one of these slices right here. Had one of these slices 
fast cat-like reflexes. I had one of these slices this morning for bread or for, for breakfast. Now, what I did was break it in two because if you put it in the toasters, too much of it sticks up. So I'll break it in two like that, put one side, <laughs> the other side of the toaster so I can toast the whole thing. Okay, so now we've got wheat flour. So this is whole wheat flour. So now we pour it in our bread machine. I'm a tightwad, so I get every little drop. So you tightwads will appreciate. Then I put in these ingredients, which is uh, the oil, the eggs, the, the water, the honey, and things like that. Now I have a thermometer up here, and it's currently reading 90 degrees. Well, it read 100 degrees when I brought it in here, but I like it to hit 100 degrees because the yeast needs so much heat to work. Actually, I would normally pour this in first, but that's what I'll do today. Then we put in the yeast, and then we put it in here, like this. I'll put in the yeast later. Put it in here, close this, push a button, show you how to program all of that. So essentially what you want to do is get a, a mechanical package which is the grinder, the bread machine, we send you beakers, we send you a thermometer, we send you everything you need to make your home bread. Then you decide how much food you want. Do you want food for six people one year, four people one year, two people one year, or just one person one year? Joseph Kitchen Wheat doesn't come in a bag that can break or mice or rats eat it, uh, or it can just get too much moisture, and it has an expiration date on the bag of a year. But Joseph Kitchen, you get them coming to you in a seven-gallon pail. It's also available in smaller pails, too. Anyway, but it's uh, nitrogen-infused. means that they run a, a, a copper rod down to the bottom. They flush out the moisture and the oxygen. We can't say exactly how long it lasts, but probably in the ballpark of like 25 years. It doesn't need refrigeration or anything. So go to josephkitchen.com and get you a six for one, four for one, two for one, or food for one person one year. Because most of your emergency uh, food, your long-term storage food, survival food, whatever you want to call it, costs between nine to $10,000 to feed one person for one year. I'll say it again, nine to $10,000 to feed one person for one year. At Joseph Kitchen, you can do it using wheat which is what fed the world for seven years during the days of Joseph and the Pharaoh for about $1,000 per person per year. So you don't want to spend nine to $10,000 to feed one person for a year or $1,000 to feed one person for a year at josephskitchen.com. I'm going to make me a loaf of bread. It is now time to take out the bread. This is the bread that we all just watched being made. I'm going to tip it over here and it comes out. Now, I wanted to show you the difference between the old bread slicer that was my bread slicer. I, this is the one that we first started out with with Joseph Kitchen. But there's a problem. As you can see, when I go to cut it, <laughs> it sticks up above these. So we had a new bread slicer made. 
we specifically had it made to our, our specifications so that it would be below there. Now the bread kind of overflowed a little bit, so I've got to cut it off. I mean, this is, this is the life of making bread. Sometimes it doesn't always turn out exactly right. So we have a little bit of overflow. That's still great bread, and I still love it. Okay, so now we stick it down in there. Let's push it up like this. And I can go in. Now because it's taller, I want that to be right up against there. Doing There. I made about 150 to 180 loaves. Okay, so now I can cut down here right on these lines. As you can see, it cuts right into place. There's another difference too. I should probably point that out. This has wood at the bottom, which dulls your knife. This one has uh, cutting material, you know, like plastic, what do they call it, cutting board, so it doesn't dull your knife. And I can cut through this really quick, as opposed to that one, because it cuts right down where I want to go. Another difference is... This one only has, see it has, how do I explain this? These are different guides that you can put in. There's two different, there's three different guides. There's this thin, this is the medium, and then this is the thick. Whereas this only had like medium, and then down here it, it turns thin. Whereas ours, you can have your, uh, your, your loaf thin or thick, or what I'm using here today is just the regular low size, and so I can cut this through real easy. It didn't take me long to cut down a loaf at all. And this loaf is hot. As a matter of fact, as soon as I'm done recording, I'm salivating because it smells so good. I'm going to go in there and get me some butter, and I'm probably going to splurge and have two slices. So there you go. The bread that we just made together is now steaming hot in slices. You can't buy this in the store. As far as I know, I don't know a place you can buy it. You can only make this at home. Go to josephskitchen.com, get yourself a machine package, and then get yourself enough wheat and supplies to feed your family. Joseph's kitchen.com josephskitchen.com promo code prophecy club cornerstoneassetmetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver I think everybody should have at least a fistful of full of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread, but you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin, and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Next is, I'll send you to EMPShield.com. If you use the promo word PROPHECY, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car. Okay, 
and you put the red wire to the red side of the battery, you put the black wire to the black side of the battery, and the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here, just peel that off, stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car, and the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear, nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. <laughs>